All right. I saw you moving your hips. That's that's good. That's very, very good. Hank Mobley with Soul Station. Uh, he's on tenor sax. Winton Kelly is on piano. Paul Chambers on double bass. And Art Blakey, you should have heard him early on in this in this tune on a, uh, the drums, of course. This tune was written by Mobley and recorded on February the 7th, 1960, released later that year as the title track for Mobley's album, Soul Station. This is Lead Stories. I'm Eutrice Lead. Good to be with you. I'm happy to be here. And uh, so much is happening today. But you know, if you've been keeping track of the news, one thing should be so clear in your mind is the level of upheaval and craziness in this country. And, you know, lots of court cases and people snarling and barking at each other. And I just want to observe, which I advise you to do as well, to observe what is going on as closely as you can without being overwhelmed by it. It could overwhelm you because it's so much of the same thing. People fighting, people trying to get over and other people. It's just crazy. And that's just the White House. <laughs> that's just the White House. Okay? So you can imagine when you put all the pieces together, the picture that emerges is that we are in deep trouble. And that practically nothing is serene and calm and would allow you to just take it all in and analyze. You you have no time for that. <laughs> they, they're seeing to it that we do not have time to be calm and to analyze things. Uh, we all have to function at the speed of, of light, practically, in keeping up with the crazy... Uh, stories that are breaking all over the place. But today I want to ask you to extend yourself a little bit and let's hear what your observation is when I ask you a bunch of questions. And they all relate to one thing, but you'll see how it comes together. So, let's take a shot at it. All right, let me first find my notes. It would be very good if I could do that. Here we go. Um, first, the number to call is 888-874-4888. Who will be the brave soul to be first on the air today without knowing exactly what is going to be asked of of, of you. Who's going to be the first person to extend him or herself that way? It's not really bad. It's, it's nothing that should 
make you recoil in horror. <laughs> when it is, I understand you're a little reticent, but it's done this way. We're going to do it this way to make some points and to see how you are putting your own thoughts together. All right, so if you want to take a chance at it, take a shot at it, 888-874-4888, and I'll ask you a couple of questions, and you'll see where this goes. We'll all see where this goes. All right. (laughs) I see people getting scared already. Come on. You're among friends. You're with family here. No need to get all, you know, scared about or reticent about anything. You'd be fine. And I certainly would never put you in a position where you are embarrassing yourself. I wouldn't do something like that. Not at all. But it's a good exercise. It gets you into, quickly, quickly gets you into a frame of mind. And you'll see where we're going based on your answers to these questions. All right, I'm ready. So where are you? I don't see anybody at 888-874-4888. Maybe you're getting cold feet. I don't understand it. You know, usually in my years of doing radio, before you even announce the number, the board is lit up because everybody wants to be first to ask a question. I'm finding, especially lately, people are, I don't know if I want to put myself out there. I don't want people to to really get too close to my brain. Well, it's, it's, it's part of the, the joy of radio, actually. And you'll see where we go. Okay, so that's out in the open. I await your calls. And as I've asked before, let us not waste time. Uh, because uh, the, more, the longer it takes is the longer it takes. Marcus from Wisconsin, you're on the air. You, Therese. I'm feeling intrepid. I didn't even hear the intro. When I tuned in, all I heard was, who wants to be first to take a crack at a question? So I'll preface whatever my answer is. Uh, when anybody approaches me and says, do you mind if I ask you a question? I always say, my caveat is, if you're not fussy about the answer. Okay, well, that's fair. That's a fair deal. Okay, you ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. Complete this sentence. Politically, I'll say I am a blank. How will you describe yourself politically? Politically. Yes. A lawless futilitarian a lawless utilitarian futilitarian it's a word I think I invented Uh, the root word is futile 
yes, politics as it exists in the United States is futile. We don't have a political system. We have a propaganda system run by oligarchs. So okay. politically, it's theatrical. It's a theatrical exercise only. Um, I'm going to go with your. Perhaps you I'm have. Go with your definition. You have some. Pardon me. I said I'm going to go with your definition. Thanks. Lawless, utilitarian. Next part of the question is: I voted for blank in the 2020 presidential election because I thought the country needed blank. I have voted for the same person since she ran for president in the 1970s. I forgot exactly the year. Every year for president, when the election comes around, I vote for Angela Davis because I'm of the belief that the only person who could sensibly run this political system is someone who's been on both sides of the bars for political reasons. Okay, so how would you complete the other part of the sentence, I thought the country needed blank? Is that an addendum to the previous question? It's, it's an addendum to the, it's just part of the same question. In 2020, oh, I voted um, for so-and-so, and I did because I thought the country needed blank. I, uh, the country needs more redwoods and perhaps more jazz, but I don't use the definition most people use for what they mean when they say country. I distinguish between the country, which is an artificial political formation, and the people in it. I'm concerned about the people in it, mostly the poor people in it. Those are my constituents. Um, the people that manage to navigate this system, who do nothing to protect their neighbors, don't interest me, regardless of whatever their fake politics or racial identity or supposed educational status is. I don't find any of that meaningful or relevant to actual social realities. Okay, so, here we go with the last question. Two years in with President Biden, I think blank. And what shapes my view is blank. Um, like every president in living memory, I think he should be drawn and quartered. And... Uh, what brings me to that view is the corruption of the American government 
for the past easily 170 years by the rich. They are, the presidents are simply figureheads and tools of the rich and are useless and mostly they are useless to the population in terms of any kind of efficacy, but they are generally murderers and madmen who will carry out any kind of atrocities to please their economic masters. So that's why. And what shapes your view? What shapes my view is uh, a lifetime of history and my own experience. Um, the, The ancient Greeks made a distinction between kinds of knowing. Uh, They said at the very bottom level is information. It's just, it's a garbage can full of data. This is what we worship today. In fact, we even call it the information age. Then they said above that is when you've assessed some data intellectually, um, you gain knowledge. That is, you reach some level of awareness about the data. But the highest level of knowing is wisdom, and that's when you take your knowledge and you apply it through your experience, and then you arrive at the highest form of knowing, which is wisdom. We don't make those distinctions. We just think, I have a garbage can full of knowledge, so I know, I have a garbage can full of data, so I know stuff. So that's what so you to it. You, you've answered the different parts of the one question. They were all different parts of the same question. Mm-hmm. Why... Why would I be asking this right now, you think? Uh, Well, uh, mainly because broadcasters have laws that they have to remain within. I've been a broadcaster myself. So you run up against a wall of what's discussable and what isn't. And so generally because any kind of revolutionary activity is can be so easily ascribed by power to be violent or negative that you can't discuss those things so what you're allowed to do is to discuss the political system as it exists, that's part of our propaganda system that we have. Um, if, if you become a critic of the political system, that's as far left as you can go. Then one can say, this. no one can be more critical or radical than me um, discussing this. But that's because of the laws surrounding broadcasters. And 
It's also a law that surrounds educators. So the population just never gets to think any thoughts outside the acceptable bounds of political discourse. So that is probably why you bring it up, because I know you make an effort to go to the outer reaches of what's permissible, but you still have to remain within the bounds or you're going to get in trouble. You will be removed from your post. That's right. Well, thank yeah. you. You did very, very well and gave us many insights. And I thank you for getting us started today. Thank you. Ed from Queens. You're welcome. Ed from Queens. You're on the air. Hey, good afternoon, Eutrice. How are you doing? Okay. I see you being uh, quite tenacious. You're taking on something that you don't even know what I'm going to ask you. (laughs) But let's go. Politically. Politically, I'll say I am a blank. I believe we've, we've discussed this before. I mean, this is not foreign territory to me. Politically, I'm an independent. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not affiliated with any type of uh, quote-unquote political faction or party in this country. I don't believe they're, I don't believe they're sincere. I don't believe that they're truly dedicated to to servicing the people, they don't stand. They don't uh, represent what I, what I believe, what my core beliefs are, and what I stand for. So I'm an independent. I, I'm I'm a practicalist. I go for whatever works. Where whatever works to the benefit of the, of the masses, and doesn't cause the detriment of the people or the environment. And I don't see any political party or any political faction or any political or maybe one or two political movements that are dedicated to those principles, though they are very broad, but uh, I I don't see any clear defining uh, political movement that really represents that, other than the poor people's campaign. But that also has its flaws, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm a functional independent. A functional independent. Let me just write that word in there. Okay. I voted for blank in the 2020 presidential election. I thought the country needed blank. I didn't vote for anyone in the 2020 political election. Hmm. I found both. I found everyone lacking. Uh, what this country needs uh, is a revolution. That's what this country needs. This country needs a, a moral awakening and a physical revolution to throw off the chains of this failed democratic experiment. What do you think the country needs now? Well, specifically... Well, like we were talking about yesterday when you were speaking about why Donald Trump is allowed to uh, to do what he's doing. Right now, this country needs competent political leaders, competent government officials willing to do their job, as opposed to what we have now, which is self-effacing, self-serving sycophants who are more concerned with their personal political uh, survival 
and, and financial aspirations than with the rules of law that are applicable with this country. This man should be in jail. I mean, the demand, there's no question. He's a, he's a treacherous, treasonous, seditionist traitor. And in wartime, you would have took him out and put a bullet in the back of his head. He, he usurped the government. He used the government to, to line his pockets. And when he, when he did win, whether you believe the election was stolen or not, we have a court system, and that court system indicated that uh, Biden won the election. And, and when, you, when, you, when you take government office, especially the highest office of the land, you make an oath to the Constitution, you make an oath to the processes of government, and he defiled that oath. And if, if this was in anyone else other than a white American, he would have been under the jail. So we need, we need real political leaders. We need people that can be counted. But sorry, sorry to say, those individuals were few and far between, and now they're non-existent. Okay, two years in with President Biden, I think blank. I think <laughs> I, I think that we're in for we're in for another rough two years. <laughs> you know what? I think we're in. Yeah, we're, I think we're in the hands of an incompetent <laughs> old man. <laughs> I think we're in the hands of someone who is. I'm not a doctor, so let me quote. Let me preface by saying this: I'm not a doctor. But based on my personal experience, I believe we're, we're dealing with someone who's in early stage Alzheimer's, and, and, I, and I believe the country is a is a is a massive ship with no captain and no rudder. Wow. So the way I see it. what what shapes uh, this is part of the, the question. What shapes my view is blank. What shapes my view is is the, how I how I assess the the facts of the situation that we're that we're facing. What shapes my view is the disrepair of this government. What shapes my view is the outright uh, outright uh, disconnection of the people in this country. And what shapes my view is the is the, what I believe is an empire in decline. What I believe is a society that is on the that is on its way out. And my only hope is for the future, because I do know some young people. I do have some, some, some family members, younger generation that are near and dear to me. And I hope they have the intestinal and testicular fortitude to brave the, the rough times that are coming and they shake out to a lighter day. Like I, I say it jokingly, but I tell all my people, learn Chinese, man. Learn Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you chuckle, but I know you're serious. I know you're serious about these things. Well, thank you. That was quite an overview you gave us there. Um, are you hopeful at all about where we are headed? Uh, history shows that the human condition can change. And uh, I know I won't be around to see it in in the in the physical sense, but I believe that uh, I'm not, you know, I don't believe in religion per se, but I believe there's something beyond this plane of existence, not to be too metaphysical. And I think uh, once we reach that, we'll be better. 
we'll be better for it. I think I think there is some hope. You can't be totally hopeless because all of this can't just be for nothing. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for giving us a little tour, a little uh, personal tour of what you're thinking right now in this moment or in the in the here and now about where we are as a country and where we are as individuals in this country. Thanks so much. 888-874-4888. We'll take a quick break and come back to your answers, uh, which will hopefully generate more questions at a later time. But let's get some talking going on right after this. You're listening to Lead Stories on PRN.FM, and we're taking a little different approach today, asking you questions, but not in a typical way. Robert, you are on the air. Hello. Nice to hear your voice. (laughs) Thank you. Nice to hear yours. So are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, we'll see. I voted for blank in the 2020 presidential election. I voted for Donald Trump in the 2020 election because I liked what he was doing with the economy. The the black population had uh, raised the uh, employment rate to the highest level. Women were more um, highly employed than ever before. And I'm very disappointed with what Cho Biden, the agent of the Chinese government, is doing to our country. I think he's dismantling not only our economy, but our constitution. And I think the black people of America are the the real losers. Next well, uh, it would be good if you could uh, confine yourself to the question actually asked you. So well, let's I was listening the, to you before, and you were asking that second question as a follow-up. So yeah. go ahead. All right. Uh, so you voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Yes. I thought the country needed blank. I thought the country needed to keep going in the same direction of improving the economy, uh, getting independent of foreign uh, energy, and becoming an exporter. And I really liked what he had done with North Korea for the first time in history. An American president had uh, negotiated directly with North Korea, alleviating the threat of nuclear conflict with that country. And I thought that he was keeping both China and Russia in check. So I thought overall, domestically and internationally, he was doing a good job. Okay. Outside of this, how did you previously identify yourself politically? Well, I was uh, born and raised a Democrat, but after the Democrats uh, killed President Kennedy and worked for 30 years to cover it up, I changed. I became an independent for a very long time, and I didn't support either party until Donald Trump ran in 2016. And I saw him as a really a rogue, a rogue candidate, an independent, and he tried to uh, walk a tightrope between two corrupt parties that are really both of them are destroying our country. So I still consider myself, <clears throat> excuse me, an independent. 
Okay. Two years in with President Biden, I think blank. Two years in with President Biden, I think it's a train wreck. No one is worse off today than African Americans. And the tide is turning. They could fool everyone for just long enough using MK Ultra mind control in the mass media. I'm sure you know about Operation Mockingbird. But uh, the jig is up. You remember that old saying? The jig is up, and everyone is seeing the reality. We are in a recession. The uh, stock market has plummeted. There's no food, not only on the table, there's no food on the shelves. And somebody has been destroying the food supply. You know, 30 uh, food processing plants have gone up in, in, in flames over the last uh, year and a half. So I think it is a concerted effort of the World Economic Forum and the World Bank uh, to destroy global economy in order to force the Great Reset on everyone. When Listen, when Klaus Schwab says, you will own nothing and you will be happy, what that is is the promise that they're going to steal everything you have, everything you own rightly, that you've earned, everything you cherish, your home, your car, your bank account, and you will be happy because they're going to have you drugged and narcotized. Canada has passed a law legalizing all the illegal drugs that that we consider uh, uh, detrimental to society. Fentanyl, crack cocaine, uh, methadrine. Uh, Trudeau is demolishing Canada. I mean, he is, uh, you know, Trudeau is Fidel Castro's son, and he's a dyed-in-the-wool communist, and he's destroying Canada. My friends in Canada are looking for ways to get out of that country. But let's wake up, folks. You know, we're not living in Oz. Well, I must say, I must say, based on your responses today, you seem well-versed in predetermined and pre, uh, how should I, pre-formatted opinions. No, they're just my opinions. Uh, I am 73 years old. I've lived a very long time. I'm a very well-educated man, and I have an excellent memory. And so I gather the facts, and then I uh, I present the facts. Can you argue with me that uh, that uh, the black people are worse off now than they were under Trump? I'm interested in your you've you've referred to black people about four or five times so far. Well, I see that your audience is a very uh, leftist, and most of the speakers uh, seem to be. Like the man who, who's voting every year for Angela Davis. I mean, what 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 is the point of that? It's a thrown-away vote. It means nothing. In your opinion? In my opinion, yes. Well, in anybody else's opinion, how many people voted for Angela Davis, and where do you think that's going to get you voting for, you know, a radical communist? Nowhere. I'm sorry to say, you know, you really have to realize that that Biden and the Democrats, uh, when they say progressive, they're talking about Marxist, Leninist, communist, and they have a saying of using people. Stalin and Trotsky used to call them useful idiots, and I think that that is what Biden has been doing. I'm sorry to say, no offense intended, it's just a historical fact. They will use people 
to push a political agenda that victimizes the person they're using. And they've done it in every country where they've overthrown a government. And that's what Biden is trying to do. Biden is not your friend. Biden is not my friend. Biden is a corrupt politician. And the reason that uh, the war in Ukraine has happened is because uh, Donald Trump uh, was tricked, stole an election. But Biden is hand in glove. You're not going to, you're really not going to repeat these, these uh, allegations that the election was stolen. See the movie 2000 Mules. 2000 Mules will educate everyone. You know, no, I, I don't go to the movies. My father owned one, and oh, I that's didn't. It's online. They won't show it in the movies. One of those dead. Uh, but the, the thing is that we you have know, a, I mean, or attempting yeah, to yeah. have a very uh, uh, lucid conversation, sure. and you're in and out of the ready, uh, the, the, the pre-mix stuff that no, they send no. you, and you, you, you just repeating them well you know i like your show and i i respect you and uh, i like speaking with you but the fact is that the real enemy that we face is the deep state the cia and the deep state murdered a democrat president president john f kennedy who was my hero and then they murdered how do you know that how do you know that to be true because I've proven Wait, it beyond doubt. Yeah, you have proven it, but yeah. How well, if you, have, we... if you knew my name and you read my work, you would know that um, my work is known all around the world in the JFK assassination uh, community as the man who exposed the doctoring of the Zapruder film and the swapping of the bodies of J.D. Tippett for President Kennedy. They, no, I, I, oh, jeez. It, it, it's oh. getting worse. It's getting no, worse no. here. It's getting better. Every time um, someone hears the truth, it gets better. No, it doesn't, because no, you're not having a conversation. You are having, you're using the time, of course, to tout your own credentials. Did you not ask me to express my opinion when asking those questions? I What I asked you was, you know, hopefully you would address the questions being asked you. Oh, I think I did. Be, I think I did. No, you springboarded right into where you wanted to go. It's a tactic that's used all the time. By isn't people that what you in, do every day on your radio show? No. No, and I'm not the subject of discussion. Okay. You are, interestingly enough, at the moment. So I'm interested in what shapes your view. What shapes my view is the good of humankind, and I fear for humanity right now because of the... The COVID scam, people are dying all over from the vaccine. People are, the vaccine gives you AIDS, my dear. There's no difference between the mRNA vaccine and how it operates oh, than uh, how AIDS. The, the lecture on the, the, the vaccine, that's, again, I did not ask you that question. You asked me what concerns me, the, the plight of humanity yes. right now. Humanity is under assault. There is a genocidal program against humanity, and they are trying to reduce the global population, and that's the, the purpose of the Great Reset and the COVID scamdemic.
It was all a scam. Right now, they're, they're touting... But, but I did not ask you about the Great Reset either. But we're I having a conversation. I asking you about your opinion. Okay. No, we, we, we right. are dealing with specific questions okay. uh, that question hopefully have. would have generated specific answers. You're going into uh, a whole different set of things that are not part of my questions at all. Well, when you ask me what concerns me, I just told you a whole litany of facts that concern me. Go ahead. Next question, if you wish. No, that's it. That's okay. the end of the questions. Thank okay. you for calling Thank in. Thank you very much. And Have a nice participating day. today. Thank you so much. 888-874-4888. It is a big world after all. And we, you know, we develop an ability to listen uh, as much as you can stand. <laughs> and after a while, your brain just starts shutting down. But let's continue talking. 888-874-4888. Jackie from Brooklyn, you're on the air. Okay, good afternoon, your trees and listening family. Okay. Thank you very much. I was trying to remain quiet, but I, I couldn't take it any longer. Okay, first of all, um, I oh, know... You, you, are, you, are you addressing a question? Yes, I am, but I want to make a statement prior to addressing the question. Is that okay? I just wanted to get on with the questions because we are bumping up against a time limitation. I know we have time limit issues, um, but when you ask people questions and they go off in the deep end, some, I noticed some of the callers, you let them back into the reality and some you let them go on and on. Now, this gentleman who just called. Okay, first of all, I don't want to attack any. But, no, but we're not we're not discussing him. He's no longer okay. on the air at the moment. No. You are, you, and let's deal with that. All right. When okay, people lend an opinion, when they say this is what I believe and this is what I know, are you asking them is this based upon any facts or this is just in the subterranean of their own mind? Because well, who you vote, who I voted for, and why I feel that that person is the uh, doing a good job is one form of an opinion. But then when we get into the no, no, it's not, not no, it's not. It's just who you voted for. Um, let me go through the question again, and you will see. Uh, I voted for blank in the 2020 presidential election. And that's all Where you want people to say? That's it? It's the framing of the question is part of the, the framing of the question. I voted in 2020, in the 2020 presidential election, for whom? And what, what is the purpose of asking that if, if people are not permitted to go into why they voted for that person? I don't understand. Because, well, if you perhaps heard the rest of the question, you would see. I thought the country needed blank. Okay, I must have missed that or didn't hear it or got distracted with it, some of these um, uh, 
political theorists. Okay, uh, I voted for the Democratic candidate in the last election because I thought the country needed change and I thought the country needed uh, a move away from uh, the ideologies that had been put forth by the prior administration. I felt that the uh, in the areas of immigration, human rights, uh, racial, racial, uh, what's the word I want to not anyway, in in light of um, statements that were made by the prior administration that, as far as I'm concerned, antagonized already existing deep-seated racism in this country. So my vote was for the Democratic candidate, not because I felt they're so wonderful, but I thought the country did need to shift away from a very dangerous course that the country was on. So that's my answer. Okay. Two years in with President Biden, I think blank. I don't know what that means. Okay, two years in with President Biden has uh, ushered in some glimmer of change, very little, uh, but also the economic factors that are prevailing in this country has an impact on everyone, plus the support of uh, sending arms and millions and billions of dollars to another country uh, who's been invaded by Russia has also um, caused me great alarm. What shapes my view is blank. What shapes my view view is profound disappointment in the uh, failure for any of the existing parties to deliver goods and services to the electorate, to the American people, starting with uh, baby formula. Now we're up to uh, lack of tampons, uh, starting with this whole issue of the leak from the Supreme Court regarding Roe versus Wade. The uh, increasing increasing activity of white supremacists, sometimes violent groups, which it doesn't seem like that's under control, or even, um, anyway, I won't go any further with that. Uh, here in New York City, they passed a budget, billion-dollar budget. No money was uh, under a Democratic mayor and a Democratic city council leader. No money was allocated for the Department of Education after children have been out of school for two years for COVID-related reasons. And there was no money that was allocated for affordable housing. So the uh, six, four to six city council persons that objected to the budget, they were um, greeted with uh, no funds being sent to their district. And most of the people who objected are from communities of color. The mayor is a black man, the city council leader is a black woman, and the councilmatic members are people from a largely um, minority, so-called minority communities. So this is a prime example of what I'm saying from local and federal and even international. All right, well, thank you very much. 
for participating today. Thank you. Uh, John from New Jersey, you're on the air. Hi, you, Therese. Hello. So Call I the- voted yes. for blank in the 2020 presidential election. I thought the country needed blank. In 2020, um, I voted pretty much the Green Party down the ballot. They were because they were on the ballot in New Jersey. And you thought the country needed what? Oh, if we're going to think about traditional politics and centralized government and stuff, I felt it needed uh, a change of direction in terms of the basic policies, and the Greens fit most of those criteria for me. Okay. Two years in with President Biden, I think blank. I think he will either die or be incapacitated before the end of his term. Yes, but that doesn't answer the question. Two years in with Biden. Oh, okay. Go on, please. Repeat the question. Two years in with President Biden, I think blank. I think that um, he's, well, I didn't vote for him. I haven't voted for a Democrat since 1990. 93 or two was it yeah but all the same uh to get on with answering your question um i mean i think uh he obviously hasn't fulfilled any of his campaign promises i was a little surprised at that um considering the mood in the country uh otherwise i guess he's behaving according to uh what his true uh leaders want him to do and i guess that is just uh, basically disenfranchise as much as many people as possible wow that is so at odds with what the facts show the facts show that he in fact has done a couple of things that people were screaming for you say it's okay. all negative um, perhaps, yeah. I, I'm not always a, a, a avid follower of, of, of mainstream news. I may have missed something in this, you know, in terms of what he's fulfilled. Um, I'm really not, perhaps you can, if you would be so kind as to <laughs> tell me what he has done that he's, uh, you know, that is in line with his campaign promises. Well, I think you should do a little research and come back and let us okay. know what you've discovered. And... Okay where you are now going to change or adjust your thinking because you said a couple of things that are not factual. And my job here is not to beat you up. My job is to encourage you to get it right. Mm -hmm. So do that. Uh, There are a couple of things that you said that were just factually incorrect. And... uh, you may want to take a look and see because you ha- you want to be fair. Of course. Of course. We, we can put together a laundry list of things that uh, a politician hasn't done. But we should be mindful to check also the other side of the record to see what he or she has done. Fair? Fair. 
Okay, great. So do that and call us back. Let's figure out what you, you have found and how it has or might have changed your mind on a particular count or two. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan, John. Thank you so much for calling in and for signing up to do a little bit more research and report back to us what you've discovered. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you so much. 888-874. Oh, we're running quickly out of time, but we still have room for you if you call right away. Wayne from Brooklyn, you're on the air. Good afternoon, you two. Good afternoon. And to you and the family. Pleasant Thank day, you, and sir. I hope everyone is well. Thank you. Okay, so you're ready for your question? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Politically, I'll say that I am a blank. How would you describe yourself politically? Politically? Politically, I would say that I'm a disenfranchised voter in this country. Continue to whatever party affiliation or uh, apart from disenfranchised voter, if that is the, the, the main thing that you want to stress, I'll go with it. But are you a disenfranchised Republican voter, Democratic voter, what? No, I am a registered Democrat because that's the only way we get to vote for judges and all the other places. But I am impressed more by any party than the Green Party. And I hope they could grow into something that we could call a second party. Okay. I voted for blank... In the 2020 presidential election, I thought the country needed blank. I voted for the Green Party candidates wherever I could because the country definitely needs to hear another voice. We're hearing one slogan coming out of two sides of this fountain that we have here and called political entities, but they don't work for us. I thought the country needed blank. The country needed? What did you think the country needed at the time that the voting was going on? Yes, the country needed a change. The country definitely needed a change. But unfortunately, we are not heading in that change direction. A lot of people who said they were fed up of what was going on jumped right back into that pot and voted either Democrat or Republican. Okay. I voted for blank in the 2020... Oh, I said that already. Two years in with President Biden, I think blank. Two years in with President Biden... And I am totally impressed with the work of Mr. Biden. Mr. Biden is doing the work for his constituencies. And all who thought that they belonged to his constituency are now losing up. 
this is for the rich elites. Yeah. The rich elites and they're the ones benefiting. Regardless of which side of the the oval office you go, red or blue, it's one group that is benefiting. We will be forever marching, like I say, until we come to the state of a revolution. Okay. What shapes my view is blank. What shape my view is the the situation in the country that is never changing. Economically, educationally, we talk about politics. Well, that's the same all the time. But these are the things that shape my view. I would love to see this country being one of equality. We are a long way from that angle, but we're working towards it. And I hope that that could happen soon. Programs like yours will ensure that we get to that point. And I thank you for it. Okay. So you've said what you had to say for the for um, these questions, which is really one question. Oh, we have one more? No, I, I said all these answers are part of one question, although it sounds like different questions. Yes. But it's all one related question. And that, to me dignifies the brilliance of the person presenting it. So again, thank you for this. Thank you, Wayne. Thanks oh, so much for uh, contributing to me. what you do every day, Teresa. Thank you for that. I love you in your program. Thank you. Thanks, and I'm glad that you actually are part of our family here. Thank you so much. And that brings us to the end of our program today. Uh, we will, of course, come back to this because it will be a reference point for future discussions in, in the not-too-distant future. But you will see how when we see things in a particular way and we analyze them, there's a reason. And sometimes it's quite stunning the way things work out you find that you have figured a lot out without even thinking that you have figured it out. But you've landed on the point many times, and it was just part of a conversation. So thank you very, very much, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Bye-bye.